judgmental you know but this is sick it's sick and wrong <laughs> listen living listening to synchronon sick and wrong yes you're listening to synchronon the sick and wrong the world source for anti-social commentary god what a bunch of scumbags Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's choice for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. Devils ain't shit. I'm Harrison. Harrison. Uh, yeah, um, I forgot to warn you about that Bangladesh parade. Yeah, thank yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. I was going to do it. Yeah. And then I was going to text you something about it. It's the only time I decided not to. I don't know, we're not going to get into the streets we're taking, all right? Cause, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Well, people don't yeah. know the yeah. geography of, yeah. of Los Angeles. Yeah. But I was going to say something. There's like a parade of Bangladesh people going by, but I thought you would think it was like an April Fool's Day joke or something, because it's so absurd. Why is it absurd? It's weird. Why would there... I live in Koreatown. Why would you think there'd be like some Bangladesh parade cruising around? Because it's probably like... Little Bangladesh is probably fucking. Is it? Is there a little Bangladesh? Yeah, there's a little st- Maybe. everything here. And, you know, I walked. St- you know? I walked over there to go get a, a, a rock star, mm. and as I was walking over there, I saw the parade. Yeah. Well, I walked in the in this convenience store, and the Indian guy was like really angry that I was there. He's like, okay. "Hurry, hurry, man!" And I'm like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And he's just like, "Bufta." Bufta, and I'm like, what are you talking about? He was up for a BAFTA award. Well, that's what I was wondering. Oh. He's like, no, it's yeah. Bufla. Oh, and I'm like, what is Bufla? He's like, parade, hurry, man, make your selection now. Oh. And I'm like, okay, and I got it, and I paid, and I went up there, and and yeah, and I watched probably mm. one of the lamest parades I've ever seen. Make your selection now. Make your selection now. Mm. That's what he said. Like he wasn't fucking around. He wanted yeah. to watch the Bufla parade, and I was gonna say, I was gonna send something to you about it. But then I thought you might think it was like an April Fool's Day joke, and you just mm. you you do not have like the the state of mind yeah. to to endure an April Fool's Day joke. I don't. Not these days. I know. I did, you're um, in such a fragile mind state even, right now. Yeah. I mean, I record. I you know, I recently uh, wrote and recorded, um, you know, a, um, a a kind of an upbeat, up tempo uh, trap song about Pizza Rat. Oh, okay. It's too sad to even upload it. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a cry, crying jag, yeah. just instigated a crying that's jag. That's what we need to think about now is, is rocking back rat, and forth. It's thing from three years ago <laughs> that people yeah. liked on the internet. You should start making uh, trap yeah. songs about memes, but old memes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems to be like a very hip thing to do. Right, yeah. My uh, Leroy Jenkins <laughs> fucking mixtape. About the chocolate know? rain guy. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Ta- that would work. Ta- Tavon Day, what was his name? I, I think it was like Tavon Day or something. bishops came to town today. Do you think that guy got any ass for that song? Sure. Did he do the touring? He did, yeah. He did, he did, he did like stuff. Uh, oh, wow. He wrote a book. What, about that song? I don't, it's called a chocolate book. <laughs> it's called what? It's called chocolate book. Chocolate right, wait, book. I, I could be imagining this. I could have... Um, is it his guide I'm to a anal confusing, sex? Uh, uh, 
Tezande. Tezande. Right? Right. That's his name. I've been confusing reality with dreams recently. <laughs> so wait, you like dream? I woke up today next to an imaginary girlfriend, <laughs> and then and then I realized that actually didn't happen. <laughs> like it's like weird. Oh it's god, I know weird. I shouldn't be laughing, but it's yeah. funny. Um, so it wait, happens, you yeah. dreamed that Tezande wrote a book about anal sex that you were reading? You said anal sex. Well, no, I'm just. Asshole. I wouldn't be surprised if you dreamed that, though. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, look, look, you know, um, I mean, I need to put, I think there's also a video game about Carly Rae Jensen being a vampire. Wow, actually, that's kind of hot. Carly sure. Rae Jepsen, that the, I forget the song. Je- Je- Jepsen, that's Jepsen, right. Jepsen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, wow, I wouldn't um, mind that. Yeah. I also wouldn't mind, I would read it if she wrote a book about anal sex. Sure, I'd read that. I'd be, I'd be into that. I don't even remember who that. Like, I remember the song. I don't remember like. What was the song called again? It was "Call like, Me Maybe." Call me maybe. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe he didn't write a book named Chocolate Book. What does he do these days? Um, hey, what doesn't he do? You know. <laughs> um, he should. Yeah. You know, maybe we should get him as the third podcast host. There's an article on Vice called 10 years later, Chocolate Rain is still the wokest song ever." Oh God! God when, when will Vice just go away? Um, hopefully soon. Uh, you know, man. they're getting there. So anyway, yeah, all right. Yeah, so it is April Fools' uh, mm. this this weekend actually, or the, yeah. today actually. Oh, he's on that out. weird cameo site. If you need to like have him to do a personalized thing, if you need. Oh, you yeah. can call him he'll... if you need him to endorse your like white power internet group or something he'll do it remember like when they yeah, yeah when yeah. you can get people to yeah, yeah. well so, they, they they'll call yeah. you with a plug you or they'll give you a plug yeah. or whatever you got you got there's a lot of celebrities on there you got uh harambe's ghost i'm thinking we should get rat. the chocolate ring got to be our third yeah. co-host yeah it's got a smooth voice let's do that yeah that'd yeah. be great <laughs> that would be a great april fool's day yeah. joke so anyway i was thinking about all these april fool's day jokes to pull but then mm. I just figured Harrison right now, like you're in such a fragile mind state. I didn't know how it would affect you physically. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if it would cause like a, a crack in the cosmos or something. You'd well, I can't, I can't, again. I don't have like the, the fortitude to like pretend at anything for longer than like 30 seconds or a but, minute. But do you think you if know? you, if I was making a joke about like, I don't know, the future of the show or something like that, you'd be like, Except, like, would you have realized that it was April Fool's, or, or would you take me like at, at at face value? And then when you found out it was a joke, would it would it be that upsetting to you that you probably would? Like... I wouldn't believe it. I don't believe anything you say normally. Why would I? <laughs> See, know? that's the thing. It never works. Yeah, it never works. Anyway, there. You know what? There is a book called Chocolate Rain, but the actual full title is Chocolate Rain: A Hundred Ideas for a Creative Approach to Activities in Dementia Care. How is that even? That's, I don't know. That's bizarre. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, a yeah. lot of a lot of uh, dementia patients are incontinent, so mm. maybe <laughs> has something to do with it. Yeah, and they're into the glass tables, right? Which I'm think Tay Bonday or Tay Zonday was into that too. You think so? Yeah. You a, think that guy? Sure. That guy's and that guy's has to have done the glass table at least once, right? Who hasn't? Chocolate bishops came to town today, (laughs) sir. That's right. Um, I've been having a wonderful weekend. Uh, It's been nice. Girlfriend's been away at the the WonderCon. Right. And uh, it's funny because, you know, she used to like, well, she she used to invite me, like ask me to go or just be like, do you want to go? She doesn't even ask me anymore. Like she can get me a ticket, but yeah. yeah. 
And it's in Anaheim. I'm not going to drive to Anaheim. Why would? Yeah, no, I've, I had to go once. It's a nightmare. I, I, I have zero and it's like there's nowhere to park. You have to park like th- miles away, mm-hmm. you know? It's the worst thing that well, ever happened. Is that the, like a convention center or something? Yeah, but you can't park there. It's like you got to park. And it's by Disney. Million, and then take like a fucking uh, a shuttle bus. Uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah, like yeah. I don't. Yeah, I really don't see the appeal mm. of cons. We've talked about mm. this before, but it is kind of nice because when it is a con, I'm like, sweet. Yeah. I get to like, I don't know, masturbate all weekend, mm. you know, drink till five in the morning, do whatever the fuck I want to do. So it's been kind of nice. Yeah. Um, also, it's given me ample time to uh, to research our subject, our intro topic, which is Pizza fairly rat? topical. What is it? What is it? What are you talking about? The Ripper Crew. Oh, right, yeah. Which I think, I, at first when I heard that term, the Ripper Crew, yeah. I thought they were talking about like an 80s hair metal band. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. You know, like, opened up for Motley Crew back in like the, you know, at that, that the, what was that place called? The Dollhouse or whatever? That was owned by Ricky Rackman. Oh. Ricky Rackman owned a club. You owned a bunch that, of shit. Yeah, but yeah. They, that they all put, because that, yeah. that was like the apex of Ricky Rackman's career. Mm-hmm. Um, like 85 had, or had, something. I don't know if that was the apex. Headbangers Ball, you know, was in. Well, I think okay, it was like yeah, 1991 was that whole, yeah. too, you know. But I think at the mm-hmm. time he owned the Sugar Shack or the Dollhouse, something okay. like that. Yeah. I forget what it was called. Um, but yeah, when I read Ripper Crew, I was like, oh, that sounds like a you know a hair metal band, yeah, speed metal band or something. Mm. Well, Ripper Crew. Mm. Uh, but actually, it wasn't. It was a uh, satanic and cannibalistic uh, cult. Neat. Out of Chicago. Oh, yeah. Hey, all right hey. then. We're into uh, Satan yeah. and cannibalism. They you make know, sounds, sausages sounds cool. out of people? Well, sort of. Okay. Um, I think it was more like a, uh, um, kind of like a sushi out of breast, I guess, like raw breast, raw breast meat. Okay. What'd you call that? What's that Italian meat that's uncooked? You ever had that? It's usually in cubes. Prosciutto? Oh, I don't is know. that, is that no, raw? I have no, I have no idea. You know, what? one guy I went to like, I don't think it was rehab. I think it was, maybe it was um, some kind of a meditation retreat I went on or something or some <laughs> kind of self-realization week-long sure that thing. helped a lot. It did, uh, temporarily. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but there was this one guy who was like this weird, rich drunk. And he was like telling me about like one time he was at some thing and they had like a Japanese girl who was naked and you eat sushi off her. And he's like, I want to fuck the Japanese girl. And they're like, he's, sorry, you can't. It's not, a, on the, it's not an option. And he's like. She's a serving tray for food. You know, there's a, everybody's got a price or something. And he paid, whatever the price was, he paid it. Oh, and he had sex with the sushi girl? He did. Did he eat the sushi first or was it sushi? I'm sure he that? ate it first, you know. Oh, okay, wow. It'd be a waste if she just got up and it was like, you know. Yeah, you just know. all those sushi mm. roll, California rolls hit the floor. Yeah. No, there's a, I forget what it's called, but there's a restaurant in San Francisco that served this, like, it's an Italian form of raw beef, and it's in cubes, mm-hmm. and it's a delicacy in Italy, but okay. I didn't eat any, obviously, but. Good. Anyway, I'm sure these guys would be into it. Yeah. So this week, on Friday, Thomas Cocorales, uh 59 years old, was released from a prison in Chicago after serving 35 years, hmm. or half of his 70-year prison sentence, wow. for abduction, rape, and murder. Uh, he was part of a satanic cult known as the Ripper Crew mm. that uh, terrorized the streets of Chicago during the early 80s. And he was arrested in 82 for his role in the rape and murder of Lorraine Borakowski. Mm. In uh, 84, he was sentenced to life in prison, but his conviction was overturned in 86 due to legal errors. He was then given a 70-year sentence, which was cut in half 
for good behavior under Illinois sentencing guidelines. So he just Mm. got out this guy. And so we haven't even revealed what this guy participated in. I mean, it's so it's, this is very graphic. I'm just giving you a little warning here. It's very graphic. I'm amazed that this guy's out right now. And apparently, uh, apparently the family of the victim and the community, he's going right back to the community where he lived. But at this point, I mean, he's been in jail for 35 years or prison for 35 years. And the family's just outraged. And the police department's like, sorry about it, but that's just the way the law works. I want meat right now. Yeah, well, you got me thinking about Chicago and slaughterhouses and cubes of beef, and I just want some meat right, like right now. Well, wait till you hear about prostitute mutilation. You're going to get even hungrier. Okay. So the Ripper crew that uh, Thomas was a part of here uh, murdered six women officially, but they were suspected of abducting and murdering more than 18. And the ringleader was never even convicted of murder. It's kind of like a Manson situation. Like this guy never actually, they were never able to pin him with murder, but he got his followers to commit the murders. Okay. Yeah. Um, how? We'll see. We will. So, Won't we? No, we will. Yeah. So the first murder here occurred uh, May 23rd, 1981. A 28-year-old Linda Sutton is the first known victim. She was abducted behind, and this is the best part of the story, are the hotel names. Okay. Like these hotels in like suburban Chicago. Yeah. She was abducted behind the Br'er Rabbit Hotel, mm. which was just a well-known hangout for prostitutes. Wow. Let's go down to the Br'er Rabbit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 10 days later, her mutilated body, left breast missing, mm. uh, was, remo- was recovered from a field in Villa Park, which is adjacent to the Rip Van Winkle Motel. Jesus Christ. <laughs> which is where the Ripper crew hung out. I in. blame Joel Chandler Harris <laughs> author of the Uncle Remus stories for this. That is his, that is yeah. his problem. Yeah. He's the whole reason the Ripper crew even existed. Yep. Uh, the evidence suggested that Sutton had been kidnapped by a sadist, but police had nothing in the way of solid clues. Um, according to confessions from members, Sutton was gang raped, sodomized, and her left breast was cut off Come while on. she was still alive. Jesus. But that was kind of their calling card, is the Ripper crew would remove only the left breast. Of all their victims. This is before Vistaprint, when you could just get like 500 business cards for free. <laughs> they they, that, they <laughs> just had con- to get it left They needed breast. that kind of calling card, like <laughs> before Vistaprint. You, just, you got to get creative, I guess. I don't know. So the next victim yeah. uh, was a year later, 82. Uh, 21-year-old Lorraine Borakowski uh, was on her way to work to open up the Elmhurst Realtor's office mm. when a uh, red van pulled up alongside her. Mm. Uh, she declined the driver's offer of a ride... But then two men jumped out of the van and grabbed her. They took her to a hotel room where they gang raped and beat her. A wire was round around one of her breasts and tightened till it severed Jesus. from her body. Come on. The floor. Uh, the, according to, and this is what's interesting, because the reason why you know all these details is because the whole crew turned yeah. on the leader, Robin Geck. Like, as soon as they were arrested, they just completely confessed. And so there's all these details, like really graphic, lurid details that come out about this crime. Why did they confess? Because they, they, I think they were conflicted about it, and oh, they I felt see. like they were, you know, being told, being instructed what to do. Is the leader the guy who got out? No, uh, oh, okay. he was. He, that was one right. of the brothers. The leader, right. well, the leader is eligible for parole, yeah. but not till 2042. Okay, he's going to be like 90 years old. Yeah, but according to uh, one of the. Um, uh, members of the of the Ripper crew here, uh, the leader of the crew, Gecht, Robin Gecht, had sex with Borowski's breast and then finished her off with an axe. 
In the year 2042, the parole board releases the Ripper crew. <laughs> well, yeah. there's not much left of the Ripper there's crew There's not now. much left yeah. of them, but you know. A hey. um, couple weeks later, the next victim, yeah. a Chinese woman actually named Shui Mack. Her mutilated body was recovered uh, near the same hotel. Uh, apparently, they, drove to, drove, they picked her up mm. in Hanover Park, actually in Cook County. It's a little further away. Uh, the Rippers drove her to an isolated wooded area where they raped her, cut off her left breast, mm. sliced her body to ribbons, and buried her in a hole. Mm. Uh, June 13th, same year, 82, uh, prostitute Angel York was picked up by a John in a red van. Okay. Uh, she was handcuffed, left breast uh, sliced off, but they dr- dumped her at the roadside and she was still alive, which is kind of odd because it's uh, that differs from most of the other victims. Uh, she was able to provide descriptions of the attackers, but didn't do any, the police weren't able to, uh, to follow up on it. Okay. So it's kind of interesting. Like, this is how inept uh, Elmhurst police were back in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, it became like, after like the third victim, it became like a, you know, the entire public was terrorized. Mm. And it was like, Jack the Ripper killers in Chicago. Those are the headlines. So I imagine the police was under, you know, enormous pressure to figure out the case. But it's like they were so inept. I mean, they had so many clues. Yeah. And this, this woman, I mean, obviously, it's like all these bodies are being found with the left breast removed mm. you would think i see a pattern here right but they weren't putting two and two together and now they had this prostitute whose breast had been you know uh they found her mutilated body her breast had been removed she gave descriptions of the attackers still weren't able to figure she it out. escaped they didn't kill her no they oh. just didn't kill her i think oh. they might have thought she was dead and they just dumped her on the side of the road wow mm. um next victim was another prostitute sandra delaware she's found stabbed strangled to death left breast amputated um rose davis this was kind of a weird one because most of the victims were prostitutes rose davis here age 30 was a businesswoman uh known for independent mind and outspokenness she was a victim who was not willing to go without a fight when her body was found not only was the breast removed uh her face was crushed beyond recognition you know the mythical amazon race supposedly would sever um amputate their right breast so with like a wonder woman's no the uh, the the actual oh okay in, not the amazonian know, women not the well yeah it was a it was a mythical race of women from greek mythology or greek you know w- literature or whatever right it was an actual they live what's that what's the island they lived on it's not wonder Lesbos. woman you son of a bitch all right <laughs> fuck you they live somewhere in greece or something all right they, they didn't they're not real but supposedly they cut off their right breasts to make it easier to shoot arrows. Like oh, I actually have yeah. heard that before, yeah. So. yeah. I wouldn't doubt if like, the Wonder Woman chicks did that too. They didn't seem to be into dudes at all. They weren't. Yeah, yeah they, like, they, not they at all. They didn't care. Why would you be? Yeah. You know? Um, they're all yeah. evil. Um, another victim in September of 1982, she was the wife of a Chicago Cubs pitcher named Carol Pampas. Uh, apparently... Um, her husband was like a famous pitcher at the time. She vanished without a trace from a department store okay. in nearby Wheaton, Illinois. Five years, no sign of her, her car, her clothing, or body. And there were theories at the time, because of the rash of murders, that Carol Pappas was killed by a group known as the Ripper Crew mm. as part of a satanic ritual. However, they were na- never able to, uh, to pinpoint uh, the murder because they couldn't find the body. But Tom Cocorales, who's the guy that was just released, um, he led police to a field where he claimed that she was buried. 
but yeah. they found no remains. Okay. So her disappearance is still a mystery. Mm. But that that even you know propelled this into mass hysteria at this point because you had a Chicago Cubs pitcher's wife, you know, suddenly disappear. Meanwhile, you have a crew cutting off the breasts of all these women, you know, for Satan. Isn't this what the sitcom Perfect Strangers was based on? Um, I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think Balky was into left breasts. Yeah. Um, detectives did end up getting a break October 6, uh, 1982, shortly after the Carol Pappas disappearance. Uh, they found prostitute Beverly Washington, nude and savage beside a Chicago railroad track. Same uh, calling card. Chest, breast, uh, breast had been amputated, um, but she was still alive. And despite her injuries and massive blood loss, um, they're able to uh, use emergency treatment to save her life. And she's the one who pinpointed Robin Gett, the ringleader. Hmm. So uh, they arrested him. He was an unemployed carpenter, Robin Gett, age 28. And they charged him with a cruel assault on Washington. He you know was not was an unemployed carpenter? Jesus. Jesus Christ. And Jesus, and Jesus was a man that was into titties. He was into, he was into the whores. He liked the whores. He did like prostitutes. Yeah, yeah he was into it. Um, I bet you he had, I bet you he was in the glass table. I don't know if they had that then, you know. But I'm sure they glass table back in the Bible days. Oh, you think they'd have a glass table? Oh, you don't think they had glass? Were they, did the Egyptians have think, glass? They probably did, but it was like, it, I mean, even in the 19th century, it's like you could barely see through the glass. It's like not good glass, you know. Oh, so you're saying it wouldn't be effective yeah. for glass First of all, and if they did have glass, <laughs> they're not going to be making tables with it. You know what I mean? That's true. They're not, yeah. They're, he might have had a wood table, but it doesn't have the uh, same effect. If yeah. You're laying under a wood table while Mary Magdalene's shitting on They were it. ancient. They weren't douchebags. You know, they're not going to have a fucking mid-century modern <laughs> garbage. Okay? Come on. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, Get here was an odd character. He was once accused of molesting his own younger sister. They immediately linked him with the Ripper slangs, but they had no proof. Mm. And so uh, he made bail October 26th. Um, meanwhile, detectives had learned that Gecht was one of four men who had rented rooms at the Rip Van Winkle Motel, which okay. tended, seemed to be kind of a hot spot here. Yes. The manager of the hotel remembered this crew mm -hmm. to be party animals. He said they would frequently bring women to their rooms, and he surprised investigators with one further bit of information. Mm. These guys had some kind of cult thing going on. I think they're devil worshippers. They were party animals. Party? Do you have a picture of those guys? This Spuds McKenzie kind of shit. Yes, I do. How um, did they get so much, so many ladies? Like these dudes would go out, get all. I guess they're partying they with were prostitutes. Yeah, that's true. Not, they're not picky. You know what I they're mean? They're party animals. Though. I mean, let's. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're party animals. I mean, I guess if you're like, and what do the women really look like? You know, that's my question. Um, what like in? Yeah, the women that they're bringing back to the rooms you know yeah i don't think it matters you know all right so we got this uh, got a picture we, got of these, them? we got these characters here there's Look a picture them. i think one of the pictures shows them back then guys. in the 80s yeah. and now i mean my god what a nightmare <laughs> um what are these nonsense yeah okay. only prostitutes are yeah. going back to their hotel room yeah so like oh man that's big that is party big in the man. hotel room yeah um i imagine the rip van winkle though would have been a place you probably would have hung out at don't you think a, a hotel named after fairy tale creatures. Yeah, you're right. 
I guess no, you dude, know me this was well. like a hotel where everybody did drugs and party with hookers. If there was a hotel like that down the street from where you lived, and, I guarantee you would have gone there. And they were very into the work of, of Joel Chandler Harris, you know? <laughs> well, that's the Brer Rabbit Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay, great. but let's just say you lived a, you know, block away from this hotel. Sure. And then they were like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of like devil worshippers yeah. that have parties. What you want to go check it out? What is this of love thing? What is this? Oh, uh, that's a painting by Gact. Signed. You can buy that right now. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah. You can buy that from it's a the website. Dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I was going to show that a little bit later. But, okay. Uh, all right. Um, oh. There's also, if, if you want to throw up these sort of sharing images, yeah. there's a picture of all the victims. They're all very 80s looking. Okay. Well, these um, guys just look like a bunch of fucking inbreds if you yeah, think about it you know? mutton heads yeah suburban chicago inbreds yeah so these cultists devil worshiping cultists here um i guess kind of hung out at the rip van winkle like they live there okay uh two of the tenants brothers thomas and andrew cocorales had been kind enough to leave a forwarding address after they had moved out of the uh the residential hotel it's nice of them so police found Thomas at home, mm. and uh, they brought him downtown. He yeah. failed a polygraph examination, and he just immediately cracked under interrogation. Yeah. He described the Satanic Chapel, which is in ringleader Robin Geck's upstairs bedroom, where captive women were tortured with knives and ice picks, gang-raped, and finally sacrificed to Satan by members of their tiny cult, including Gecht, the Cocorales brothers, and Edward Spritzer, who's another guy who confessed as well. Hey, we think it's uh, some sort of cult. Yep, tiny cult. Yeah. It's a cult of little people. Yeah. As described by the prisoner, rituals included serving one or both breasts, severing one or both breasts with a thin wire garrote. Okay. Each celebrant took communion by eating a piece of the breast before the relic was consigned to Gek's trophy box. Oh, yeah, were they, were they all listening to Enya while they did it? Uh, probably Remember, like that fake story we read is a real story once <laughs> what story like was that, that? it was like a bunch that. of fucking hobos that were cannibals and they'd listen to en enya who can say what oh wait okay okay yeah, i do remember yeah. that one so um at one point cocorales here this is the guy yeah. who just made parole he told mm. detectives that gecht had up to 15 breasts inside his box his box mm. of severed titties okay you know, mm. who doesn't have a box of severed titties? Yeah, I mean, you know, hey. Yeah, why not? It happens, um, you know? So after the police had heard this uh, confession here, mm -hmm. uh, they immediately got search and arrest warrants. They swept up Robin Gecht, Ed Spritzer, and Andrew Cocorales, who is Thomas's brother. Search of uh, Gecht's apartment revealed a satanic chapel. Um, lawmen came away with a rifle matched to a, a, a recent shooting, and they retrieved satanic literature. What's a satanic chapel? Well, let me explain what okay. the chapel yeah, is. Please explain it. Uh, Gecht, apparently, in his home, yeah. had built a makeshift satanic temple in his attic. Oh. And this is where the satanic rituals mm. happened. And, you know, back then in the 80s, mm. wasn't like satanic... What year was satanic panic? It was in, like, the, the mid to late 80s. So you're saying, like, 85 to 90? Yeah, yeah. 85 to 89? So that, was also, that was also the time when... Um, certain blockbuster movies would conclude the credits with a rap song that summarized the movie that you just saw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street did that. Yeah, and... Um, uh, Leprechaun? Dragnet, Monster Squad. Oh, yeah, Monster Squad. Yeah, a lot of them. But did that have anything to do with the satanic panic? 
No, it was just a trend. I'm just <laughs> drawing. There's a, a trend in cinema. There's correlation. There's not causation. A okay. cinema trend. Yeah, yeah, it was a time. cinema trend. Um, I don't know what started. What started the satanic panic thing? Like, what? When did people like all of a sudden be like? Was it heavy metal? And like their use, like because like mm. Motley Crue in the Motley Crue movie, they were trying to be as evil and satanic as mm. possible. So mm. they're using like you know pentagrams, upside down pentagrams, and things like that. So was it because of that? Because the music that you know priests and and concerned parents started talking about this and like uh i think it was probably more of um it, it, more probably like a reagan thing people were moving people were becoming right wing and and religious christian puritanical that- you know i think that the spiritual revival reagan spoke of um is most likely what led these things to well i mean it became a fad yeah sweeping the country during the 80s and the 80s is also when like sensationalist news tabloid tv news kind of started you yeah know? but what about like, like uh, the manson murders like, and stuff like that yeah but there was no like tabloid yeah you know, and I, and tv news at that time there were like three channels and it was like walter cronkite giving you a very even keeled fucking yeah. shit, you know? Rendition in the 80s, it, yeah. it's like fucking, you got, you got Geraldo. Going you know, into like, like Al Capone's vault yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah, Like they're killing, they're killing cheese, you know, they're killing Jesus. This guy here, Cocorales, mm. he actually described in detail the satanic rituals. Mm. Um, the Rippers had taken their rituals much further than most, than most who believed they could. And they actually felt that they with these rituals of removing the breast could contact yeah. the dark one. And that's what Gecht like was, that was the whole point of this. How could they contact him? By removing the breast, okay. masturbating into the breast yeah. and offering that up to Lord Satan. They thought that was the way they contacted the dark one. Oh, okay. And so Gecht's associates yeah. took the flesh. <laughs> before they'd... he had Twitter. You couldn't DM him. You <laughs> yeah. You couldn't to... DM him. Yeah. You can slide into the DMs right. for Satan. Hmm. So Gex's associates mm. took the flesh they had mm. removed from their victims. Mm. Uh, they cut it up. They consumed it mm. as a form of ancient devilish communication. Mm. Gek then had an altar in the attic of his northwest side home where they gathered during the evening hours after his wife had left to work. Mm. So this is like a full-on dad's clubhouse kind of thing. Mm. I mean, he had kids too. But upstairs in the attic was, you know, dad's satanic chapel. So I imagine there was like a sign that was like, don't yeah. go in the attic. This is dad's room. Keep out. And a box of unsold copies of Chocolate Book. Yeah. Tezande's Right next memoir. to the box of severed breasts. Yes. Yeah. Could you, could you imagine that? Like if, you're, yeah. if your dad had a yeah. room that was up in the attic that his friends came over once a week and they went up there and like you weren't allowed to go in there ever. Mm. Wouldn't you want to go in there? I would have gone in there. Yeah, you totally would have gone in there. For sure. Yeah. Like my, my dad had his own study where he studied like Torah and you know everything before right. to prepare for the service. Mm. I went in there. I looked through the whole thing to see if I could find something weird. Yeah. Never found anything weird. No. Just wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like, uh, he didn't have like a shoebox full of foreskins or anything. Oh, it wasn't like uh, the people under the stairs where he's running around in a gimp suit with a shotgun? Yeah. It wasn't wasn't like that. I was wondering. Good. But this guy, he had a six and red blacks, painted six red black black crosses on the walls, like inverted crosses, mm. and covered the altar with a red cloth. And this was just right upstairs, the mm. satanic clubhouse. Didn't the wife think that was odd? Inverted crosses? Well, six of them, and then yeah. an altar. Yeah. With an inverted cross on it. 
Oh, we got the altar. You know, it's fine. We got an altar set up. So Tommy Kokorales, the guy know? who just was paroled. He I told- have a friend of mine has a Paolo Yembe fucking altar. Does he? She does, yeah. That's her ancestors. Then, that remember that voodoo? Yeah, with the, the voodoo. voodoo. Uh, yeah, I forget which story that was. We uh, was that the uh, the narco satanist? Yeah, the narco satanist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. You never know. People have altars. It's a thing. I just think it's so. really a weird thing mm. or a difficult thing mm. to hide from your wife. Mm. Like you, you share a room with her. You share a home with her, and meanwhile, there's like mm. this satanic clubhouse upstairs that she doesn't know about. Right. I think it'd just be difficult unless your wife's totally clueless or completely subservient. Okay. I don't know. Mm. But if it was my dad, I would yeah. have been up in the Rabbi Satan clubhouse for sure. Sure, totally. Yeah. Looking for the box of foreskins. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Kokorales, who was recently paroled, told police that they would all kneel together around the altar and Gecht would produce the, fr- he had produced the freshly removed breasts. Yeah. He would then read passages from the Satanic Bible as each man masturbated into the fleshy portion of the severed breast. When everyone was finished, Gekt would cut it up, hand around the pieces for everyone what to por- eat. What portion of it is not the fleshy portion? Well, I'm not sure. It's a fleshy thing. That's but what it is. But they're all masturbating on it and then cutting it up and eating it. It's, you know what this is like? The serial killer version of the gookie cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, uh. what? not one of those guys was like, you know, I think we're going a little bit too far here. Yeah. You know, not only did yeah. we sever the breast, that's pretty gross, but yeah. now we're all circle jerking on it and then we have yeah. to eat it. Like, I guess. Yeah. I think that would have been at that point. Actually, maybe before that point, I would have left the crew. Right. But I definitely with the eating the, you know, semen off a severed breast, I would have been like, that's it for me. I'm out of here. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I went to a Gnostic mass and I hate to eat cookies that were had covered in bodily semen. fluid. They weren't covered in semen, but they were cooked. <laughs> With, I don't know, period blood and probably semen or something, you know. Jesus, where was this? In Queens. Good God. Yeah. Wow. So. Was it your semen? That was the one with the naked dwarf, and I had to look at the naked dwarf girl while I ate the cookie. Man, what was the point of eating the cookie? It was communion. But I mean, what was you supposed to to achieve with it? You have to get the... I don't know, it's a ritual. You take the cookie, and and you look at the naked dwarf. She's sitting on the altar, and you go, there is no part of me that is not of the gods. Hmm. And uh, and that's and way it goes. You know, you eat the cookie. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Some things will never change. Um, Tommy had actually witnessed hmm. two murders himself and participated in nearly a dozen such rituals. When the detectives asked him why he had done such macabre and illegal activities, he said, in all seriousness, that Gecht had the power to make them do whatever he wanted. Because okay. you have to do it. They were convinced that Gecht had some kind of supernatural connection to Satan. And he was afraid of what Gek would do to him if they didn't do it. Others claimed that he had... A, oh, Satan! <laughs> come on out! Others claimed that he had an ability yeah. to draw people to him and get them to do yeah. his bidding. Kind mm. of like Manson. Okay. I mean, he's a charismatic guy. Mm. Um, plus, if you have like a direct line to Satan, you probably get people to do what you want. Uh, one person said, told detectives, never look directly into his eyes. Okay. No matter how sick or disgusting an act might be, he could make you get involved. And uh, they felt that he would make, put you in a trance yeah. that you couldn't get, on, get out of. And once under his spell of Gek's powers, yes. the men claimed he would just get them to do whatever he desired, be that murder or cannibalism. Okay. But I mean, looking at these guys, how difficult is it to control the mind of rotundos? Yeah, they don't I seem mean, like... Uh, whoops, God. They don't seem like they're, uh, you know... 
Yeah, I don't think we're talking about Rhodes They're Scholars not joining here. Mensa. Yeah. yeah, these guys. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's like a, just this group of genetic dead ends. It's like, sure, I can get you to go cut off a hooker's breast. Let's look at these guys again here. Yeah, let's, let's just show them now. one more time. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that came up, and one of the patterns, obviously, that they were able yeah, to... Yeah, Gek looks like a Cro-Magnon. You yeah, know? all of them kind of do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the things they were able to, that the pattern they found with all these killings, these murders, was the breast mm. being severed. And so it came out after, uh, mm. you know, after they were examining him that, that uh, Gecht had a breast fetish. Um, in almost every murder... Really? Oh, that's surprising. The gang is suspected of committing. There was yeah. grotesque mutilation of victims' breasts. Um, he was mm. asked, well, in answer to your question on obsessions with breasts... Mm. Gecht replied, it's a thing with my entire family. Going back as I'm old to my great-great-grandfather, each of us men have married large-breast women. My ex-wife is a 39 double D, and yes, she was very satisfying to me. I come from a long line of motorboat enthusiasts. He I made that up. Fuck you. <laughs> but what, it wasn't a thing then. It wasn't a thing at that time. Wait, you don't think Jesus motorboated? At least one hooker before the glass table. They didn't call him motorboating because they didn't have motorboats. Yeah, I guess he must call and he something else. And he didn't need a motorboat because he could walk on water. <laughs> yeah, he could walk on water. So. Yeah. And turn um, back time to like share. <laughs> so, hmm. He says, as to your question about having sex with the breast, I had no real obsession with the breast in that form. Only a very sick person would even think of doing that. However, Edward Spritzer, one of the uh, members of the crew that confessed to the crimes, mm. he claims that Robin Gecht once became so furious with his wife that he completely cut off her nipples. This, I mean, this Who's guy. This guy with this? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. I don't understand how you, I mean, I don't understand how his wife and his family didn't think something was weird with this guy. He's got yeah. an altar upstairs to Satan. Mm -hmm. He's got a box of titties. There's something weird. I mean, there's, yeah. it, there's something definitely awry here. But apparently he didn't get, uh, he didn't get convicted of murder. Gex, to this day, claims he's innocent of murders. Innocent of any murder, for that matter. Okay. And he said he didn't even know the people who committed the murders. He goes, I never knew these guys. Hmm. Uh, he said, the first mistake is considering me a serial killer. Um, he goes, I've never killed or took part in any acts or murders of anyone. Hmm. And it's kind of true, even though there's eyewitnesses. I mean, they go into detail here, which I'm going to skip over some of this. But Spritzer, uh, uh, when Spritzer. The second mistake is ejaculating on a severed um, nipple. Yeah, don't they have DNA testing or something? Couldn't they tie him to that? They didn't have DNA testing at the but, time. But, but they're always in like 80s, exonerating people the from 80s. the 80s. Oh, yeah. You know, now you can do it. Now you can do it. Um, Spritzer, who is one of the main source of information hmm. uh, when he confessed. Uh, he was upset as he spilled out the gory details about what happened. Uh, he added that during incidents, uh, Gek sometimes had sex with the breast on the spot and made everyone watch. Mm. He also described how Gek had shot a woman in the head, cha uh, chained her up, and used bowling balls to weight her down. Um, it was uncommon for her uh, for him to batter women with hammers, and I guess uh, occasionally they, they vomited because of it. But what was weird about it is Spritzer and the other guys confessed to all these the, you know, the gory details. Okay. But during the interrogation, they had Spritzer in one room, they had Gecht in another room, and they collected photographs of the victims and what happened, mm -hmm. you know, the aftermath um, of the murdered, the murdered corpses. Gecht looked at them without any interest. He denied knowing any of the women in them. And when they took him to an area where he could see Spritzer yeah. talking to officers, he acted as if he had nothing to, to hide. He said, and Spritzer had clearly implicated him but he said he didn't even care. 
But Gek's nearness had a not effect on Spritzer. As soon as he was placed in the room right next to him, he suddenly changed his story as if afraid. Mm. He said that Gek did not murder anyone. His account became so chaotic that the interrogators didn't really have any evidence anymore. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I mean, I think maybe that guy did have some kind of supernatural, like, Satan power. Maybe he did. He's channeling Satan. Yeah, maybe he figured out a way. But in the end, these guys did uh, confess the murders, um, mm-hmm. and they were found guilty of these murders. Uh, but despite the confessions of Spritzer and the Cocorales brothers, mm-hmm. as well as testimony from an mm-hmm. eyewitness who had her mm-hmm. breast severed, uh, they're un- unable to charge Gek for murder. Why is everybody trying to murder prostitutes all the time? Because easy. I guess so. I mean, it'd be yeah. easier. It's like than trying to track down. Even like, somebody on our live feed was like, "They did the world a favor." Like, why? Why well, you gotta now? Hate on, I disagree with that. Why you gotta hate on? Yeah, come on. You know, I mean, like, I think prostitutes. The fact that they're even job. there, yeah, probably you know, do the world a favor because they're kind of like satisfying the impulse of these men that are insane anyway. Mm. You know, a lot of these guys would go out murdering prostitutes because they were murdering people. Because they don't get laid. But luckily, we have prostitutes. They're kind of their sex therapists. Oh, to, to be human shields for the rest well, of that us. that too. For us regular people. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, okay. it's like they have all this sexual energy that's misdirected. Yeah. They get to have sex with prostitutes, and that calms down. Hmm. That, you know, regardless of whether or not they kill them. But. Also, if you're, uh, you know, if you're walking through... Um you know, Florence, and you're not, you're trying to be non, not detected. Uh, what do they call them in Italy? Consortios or something? The, oh, they call, uh, consiglia. Uh, con, no, the uh, fucking prostitutes. Yeah, I something, forget what they call them. Whatever. Escortios. But no, you can, you can, you can walk, uh, uh, you know, have them surround you and nobody will be able to see you if you're walking down the street. Oh, with a, with it's, a like, it's like camouflage. It's like a deer blind hmm. if you're walking there. That might only be true in Assassin's Creed, but I'm pretty sure if you tried it in Italy, I think it works. So, I guess I'd have to test that because I'm not quite visualizing how that works. But okay. then again, I've never played Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. So you can just hide behind a hooker. Yeah, it's like you, a cloak a lot, of invisibility. You need, a several, you need a, at least a few of them to walk ah. around you, and then nobody can see you. Isn't that what Harry Potter did? Yeah, he's like, it's like Harry Potter's cloak. <laughs> So Gecht was never charged for uh-huh. murder. He was sentenced to 120 years for attempted murder and rape, uh, but there's no hard evidence. And even his family, his wife, are 100% behind him. They believe he's completely innocent and he was railroaded by the Chicago PD. Jesus. Yeah. And they look forward to the day when he'll be eligible for parole in 2042 at age 89. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the other guys, uh, Todd Cocorales... Um, he was sentenced to, uh, he was charged with four counts of murder. Okay. Uh, he's convicted for rape, deviant sexual assault, and attempted murder. Um, or oh, that's Spritzer. Um, he got life in prison. Cocorales, he also got life in prison. Although he was rewarded for, uh, good behavior also for, for helping them out with the investigation. Okay. Um, the only mm. person who was actually put to death with the, was Thomas's brother. Yeah. Andrew Cocorales. He was sentenced to death by lethal injection, which was carried out March of 99. Okay. He was the last person to be executed in Illinois before George Ryan commuted all death sentences. Jesus. So, yeah. So, even though they committed atrocious crimes, um, you know, the only person that died was just was one of the Cocorales brothers. Spritzer had his sentence commuted, and he's currently serving life in prison without parole. Thomas Cocorales... He served 35 years and he just was released. Okay. Whereas the other guy, Gecht, who's the ringleader, hmm. he's in there till 2042. 
So who knows? But that that's the odd thing about the, like this maybe, Ripper crew. Maybe uh, they'll you know they'll become friends with R. Kelly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but that was, that was the odd thing of this Ripper crew is they just didn't strike the public as murderers. I think if you look at these guys, yeah, I would think they look like murderers. But yeah. you know, they all had fam. I mean, two of them had families with kids, steady jobs. Uh, I mean, the they, we- they also just look like you know sausage makers in Chicago. Just you Chicago, know, yeah. Just yeah. you know, blue collar workers. Right. Um, yes. The weird thing about Geck, though, yeah, is kind of a little bit of trivia here. Maybe this mm-hmm. could have been a red flag. But Geck had been working as a construction subcontractor mm-hmm. outside of Chicago, and his boss was John Wayne Gacy. He worked for Gacy. Really? Yeah. He had wow. worked as a subcontractor for Gacy throughout the 70s. Yeah. And he said, this is what Geck said, Gacy's single mistake yeah. was not the killing of 33 young men, but keeping the bodies under his house. Okay. He said that's what Gacy, where Gacy made the mistake, and that's how he was caught. And if his you, family's still like, oh, yeah, you didn't do this. 100% yeah, innocent, yeah. 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 So, what yeah. What did he do so, for Gacy? He, like, worked... I, the, yeah. You know, they, they yeah. tried, police looked into some kind of connection. I okay. don't know if he was Gacy's little helper monkey or something. Right. I doubt it. Yeah. But the guy said in prison when they asked him about it, he goes, his main mistake was keeping the bodies. He should right. have disposed them another way, or away from his home. Sure. Maybe he's true, you know. But it's still kind of odd that this dude would have like this unemotional, like, you know, an analytical critique of Gacy's techniques. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Um. Kokorales' parole happened this past Friday, and apparently the uh, Borowski, the victim's family members, protested the decision. But in the end, you know, he served 35 years, and that's a law. Uh, Elmhurst Police Department, who originally worked on the case, apologized to the family. They said, understanding that the parole of this killer causes much pain and grief, please know that we extend our heartfelt condolences to your family, the friends, and the community. Who's Elmer? Elmhurst. That's the suburb. He said, we know that... uh, the police department stands yeah. with you during this difficult time, but they insist he's, he has not been a violent prisoner. Mm. He's active in prison religious services. He's been on excellent behavior the past 30 years. Okay. As part of his release, though, uh, he has to register for the sex offender registry. So Good. So That's, maybe that I'm works. I'm glad about that. <laughs> I think uh, the Why moral... Why even let this guy, like, just come up with it? Because usually in, uh, in other situations, there's like, they always find a loophole. You know, there was a serial the killer way to in Rhode keep Island in, named yeah. Craig Price, and it was like he he committed the murders when he was like a teenager. And there's been several times when he's like they're gonna let him out, and they always figure out some way to keep him in there. You know, or like what they do is they like send another prisoner after him to beat him up, and then they're like, oh, you got into a fight, you get another five years, boom, done deal. Do well, that, I, just do that. You're already corrupt, you people. Just fucking do it. Well, I think there was the some. Fuck? Due, due to an error in the due legal to, process, yeah. like due to the error in the, in the legal process here, this guy had his sentence commuted from 70 to 35. Doo-doo Brown. Doo-doo Brown, exactly. I think, the, I think the lesson learned here is choose yeah. your friends wisely. If you start hanging out with a new group of people, regardless of mm. you know, whether they're into Judas Priest or Ozzy Osbourne or mm. Motley Crue, as soon as, they, as soon as one of them, as soon as like one of them suggests that you all mm. go out, find a hooker, Take a you know take a garrot and slice off her left breast and then masturbate on it and eat it. Don't do it. I don't know if that's the lesson. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think choose your friends wisely. I would just say uh, no. Mm. I'm going home. Choose your Johns wisely. I'm going to go watch also, chips. Choose your Johns wisely. Yeah, choose your Johns wisely, ladies. Better, so yeah. People, it's episode six eighty here. Sick and wrong. Uh, mm. We have news stories coming up next. We have phone calls after that. Mm. But first, 
here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So the first story we have here has to do with a man with a sword that mm. was shot in the, in the head, even though he wounded two officers during a confrontation at the Church of Scientology in Inglewood. Okay. Church of Scientology in Inglewood. I didn't know Inglewood. they had a one in Inglewood. I, I was completely baffled mm. by that. Huh. Like, why do they have a branch in Inglewood? I mean, maybe people... Co- maybe because they merged with the Nation of Islam. Is that where Dre goes? To the Inglewood branch? Is he a Scientologist? I don't know. Okay. Right. <laughs> Maybe. But the thing is with Scientologists is it's usually, you know, connoted with wealth because they're not going to, they don't want poor people joining because they want to take all of your money by lying to you so you can achieve like thetan levels or something. Poor people still have money to, to fleece. Yeah, but know? I think they, they would rather go for celebrities or other people like that. That's why well, I'm somebody's so- got to like sweep the floor for 40 cents an hour or whatever happens over there, you know? I don't know if they... Somebody's got to, like, keep children chained their radiators or whatever they do. But Inglewood, you know, to put it lightly, is kind of sort of a sketchy area of Los Angeles. It's not that bad. not true. It's fine now. Yeah. I used to... When I was an Uber driver, I'd go there all the time. Stone homeboys love hiring white Uber drivers to drive them around Inglewood. I'm I'm just saying, Inglewood... I mean, you could even... You'll hear a quote from the woman in here that's just like... You know, it's not usual to have shootings, but it's not unusual to have shootings. Mm. I would say Inglewood's a little sketchier than K-Town, sketchier than Hollywood. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's not For like... For L.A., but know, it's not like what it used to be. It's not the 90s anymore. Yeah. You know, um, I, you know, I usually go... When We're I no go longer there, in the G-Funk era, people. When you go to the Forum... Yeah. Have you ever been to the Forum, L.A. Forum? No. I hate seeing shows there. Mm. Um, because if you park in their parking lot, it'll take you an hour and a half to get out. And it costs 25 bucks. Right. But you can go like three blocks into Inglewood and kind of park near one of the uh, pawn shops or something and just mm-hmm. leave your car there. Slightly sketchy, but it's not that bad. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like it's a little desolate. But I was kind of surprised to see that there is a Church of Scientology there because usually they own all the property. And they own a lot of property. They own a lot of property. A lot of property. Yeah. And it's all like tax free. Tax free. Yeah, it's a tax yep. shelter. So a man walked into a church of Scientology in downtown Inglewood with a sword. Mm. He was fatally shot on Wednesday in a confrontation with police with two officers who were also either shot or cut. Oh. Yeah. There's some good investigating here. We don't know if that was a shot yeah, or a cut. Yeah. We don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't release the guy's name, but he entered the church at 3.30 p.m. What happened next is currently under investigation, but authorities provided initial info, including that one responding officer was shot in the hand, and another was shot or cut in the arm. Okay. 
Uh, they're working to confirm who fired the shots. They so hit the he suspect. shot himself in the hand is what we're... That's what I'm thinking. This is what's going because on. Because this guy had yeah. a sword. But now they don't right. know if the guy also had a sword and a gun. Yeah. I'm thinking the cop shot himself in the hand. Yeah, or the cop shot the other cop in the hand. In the hand, yeah. yeah. Um, tracks. They tracks. did confirm that the shooting occurred inside the yeah. Church of Scientology, somewhere in the Lamy area. Look, I saw the the cream of the crop there at fucking police academy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, over 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 on Elysium Park or whatever it is. Yeah, I totally. You can, under, you can totally, I totally understand how one would yeah. shoot the other in the hand. Yeah. Um, oh, like during a fucking hostage situation at Trader Joe's, they shoot the manager of Trader yeah, Joe's. Shut the manager walking yeah. out. Yeah. Good job. Um, Good job. Both officers uh, have non-life-threatening injuries and were taken to the hospital. That's good. Now the suspect, on the other hand. He had a very large sword. It's mm. like a samurai sword. Mm. Um, he was taken to the hospital where he succumbed to his injuries from the shot. Uh, apparently, I guess he'd come in there. Does that mean he died? Is that what that means? Yeah. Okay, I think right. what happened is he came in there waving the sword about. They called a couple cops. Means. The cop came and shot him in the head. And he didn't block the. He didn't shoot the bullet down with a sword like oh, he Deadpool. Didn't. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's not that good with a sword. The other weird thing about this is this Who did suspect. He, did he stab anybody? Or cut anybody? Just or? the cops. Oh. Yeah. I think he was about to, but the cops, mm. maybe they have security there mm. and the cops just kind of confronted him. Mm. Um, the other weird thing about it though, mm. is the guy arrived at the church in a white Bentley. How much oh, is man. a Bentley? Wow. It's like a hundred thousand yeah. dollar car. Yeah. Why is this guy driving a white Bentley in Inglewood going to the Church of Scientology? Because he's Samurai Butler. <laughs> Samurai Butler in color. Um, yeah. So a statement from the Church of Scientology was released on Wednesday night. They said, we thank the Inglewood Police Department for their rapid response protecting our parishioners and staff members. Is that what they, are you considered a parishioner if you're a member of the church? I guess. Do they have like services? I don't know. I've, I've never been. You should know. I don't, I mean, yeah. I work for them, but I don't mm. go to their services. I want, I've often wondered, like, uh, you know that one building? I think I have pictures of it. That blue building? It's like yeah, their headquarters. Sure. Yeah, the and one I think on there's a sunset. picture of that. Should I go through these fucking things or what? Well, there's one that shows yeah. the Inglewood one. So the oh, Inglewood's yeah. kind of like a branch right. of it. Wait, we don't but like it's but I mean it's still a right. facility. Right. Sure. But, but the main one is uh -huh. that blue one. It's like sky blue. It's massive. Right. It's right over on Sunset, kind of near what Virgil? Okay. I've never been in there. Yeah. But you see them walking around their blue outfits. They were like, they almost look like stewardesses. Oh, yeah. Well, they got those vests. Yeah, you they, know what I mean? they those wear those vests. They love the vests. They but that it. blue building is just, it is kind of startling. I remember when yeah. I first saw it, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's got Scientology and massive letters and gold. Yeah, but then they have the Celebrity Center. It's a very nice building. Uh, it's like yeah, this, one of those old... Yeah. It was an old hotel, There's I the think. blue building, yeah, yeah. And the Celebrity um, Center is kind yeah. of near, close to where you live. Yes. Um, kind of over in Franklin Village. I've heard they have free buffet, breakfast buffet on Sundays. I've almost gone a few yeah, times. Yeah, but you got to drink the Kool-Aid. Um, You're not going to escape. First of all, it's flavoring, okay? <laughs> and I don't know. You think so? Also, I, I almost went to a comedy open. I hear they have a comedy open mic, I've, too. I've heard about that, too. Yeah. Um, apparently, they have an open mic there. Yeah. But when you go, it's like... They they will want to talk to you about like personality tests and just like give you a tour of the place. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They also have like some kind of upscale French restaurant or something in there. Compton, Long Beach, Inglewood. Yeah, I've never been there. 
Uh, they said these officers are doing a heroic job protecting the community and keeping houses of worship safe against hate crimes. Yeah, sure. House of worship, I'm sure. Uh, we have offered our full hey, support to the authorities who are investigating the incident. Yeah. Dude, I think it's a cult. I do not consider them to be a religion. Yeah. I really don't. Well, what's a religion? You know what well, I mean? Well, a religion, like, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, you think of like Judaism or Christianity or Islam. They're, those are religions. How's the worst? It's been around for thousands of years. Not written by like some science fiction author in the 70s. That's an ageist attitude. Maybe. You know? I don't know. I think those Who's have proven themselves. Who's to say something himself. is more valid because it's older, you know? I don't know. I think when mm. you when you examine it, I think what mm. I think what uh, L. Ron Hubbard is able to do is buy up all these properties tax free. They should be they should be paying mm. for those uh, paying city taxes. At I mean, least. Christianity was invented. It was just invented earlier. You know? Yeah, but over like hundreds of years, people it's been like you know people have been abiding by it for hundreds of years. You could go out. So then, so if you went out and made your own like I don't know. Uh, Edgar Broughton band religion. Okay. That just worships the Edgar Broughton. I worship, or, no, I worship Ron Paul the Kaiju. Yeah, maybe you that's may, I, that's Paul about as valid kaiju. as Scientology. You know, this, the, the sky's the limit. I guess. But belief is belief, man. I think, I don't know. I think when it comes to like tax shelters, yeah. I think they should be examined. Don't make me kill you <laughs> to impress the Slender Man, because I'll do it. Yeah, you should make you know? a Slender Man religion. Yeah. We should make a sick and wrong religion. That's yeah. what we should do. Um, but anyway, in America, they are considered to be a religion. However, in Europe, they think it's a cult. Wow. Yeah, in, in Europe, I don't think Scientology is regarded as a religion. Holy momo. And I'm not sure about South America. Okay. But anyway, where, uh, do you have a picture of the Inglewood branch yeah, I've there? I already put it up. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the strip of two blocks mm. right over there where this happened is mostly storefronts. Mm. Uh, most of them are closed down. But there's a beauty salon, yep. there's a dental office where you can get gold teeth. Um, can and you? Or are you just saying shop. that? No, that's what it says right here. Okay. Dental office with gold oh. teeth and uh, a couple of bars and grills. And then there's a Church of Scientology, which is yeah. a large building compared to its neighbors, taller and whiter than the others. Hmm. Um, this woman here, Tammy Slaughter, she's lived in the area for years. Slaughter? Um, that's her last name? That's her is last she, name. Is she Sergeant Slaughter's daughter? I think so. Sergeant think Slaughter's daughter. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter's daughter. Yeah. Uh, she's 55. She heard the commotion. She said she was taking out the trash when she heard the noise, mostly yelling mm. and then gunshots. Uh, she said, we heard the bullets. Um, you know, the neighborhood's not that bad. It can mm. be peaceful sometimes. She goes, shootings are not usual, but they're also not unusual. You know, okay. it just happens. Yeah. Um, but the incident, this is what's kind of weird, is reminiscent of a shooting on November uh, 24, 2008, when a yeah. sword-wielding former Scientologist went into the Celebrity Center and uh, was fatally wounded. Do you remember this? Who, went, who was fatally wounded? A guy from Oregon who yeah. was a uh, former Scientologist. He went in with a sword and started chopping people up at the Celebrity Center. I can't... No, I don't remember that. He attacked guests and then... Uh, Mandela. When was this? 2008. Oh, okay, yeah. And he had two samurai swords. His name was Mario Majorski. Oh, wow. And he had been involved in threats against the church, uh, allegedly through faxes. That's how he threatened. Oh. <laughs> he would just fax a threat yeah, yeah. instead of calling. Uh, apparently, he had left the church 15 years before the attack, but maybe they weren't, I don't know, reading his fax threats, because yeah. who reads faxes these days? 
And then he was like, fuck it, I'm getting two samurai swords. I'm going to go cut up some fools. He couldn't have cut up Danny Masterson. Yeah, why, why not just, yeah, why not go after like Travolta or Tom Cruise or something? Yeah. Um, I think he was pissed off because he didn't get to that level. You know, when you're, when you're up at like the level of like Travolta and Tom Cruise, you're mm-hmm. supposed to get powers. Yeah. Like, I think once you reach, I, don't, I forget what it is, like the... I've seen it help people. I've seen it heal people. <laughs> the yeah. Thetan Oracle level yeah. or something. I'm yeah. not sure. Where you can like, and they show you, like you can, they put like a toothpick in a glass of water and you yeah. use your mind to move it around. I think the owner of my company, because the amount of money you donate is, yeah. depends that... The amount of money you donate uh, depends on what level of Thetan level you reach. You could summon Satan by masturbating onto a jackfruit. <laughs> a yeah. severed jackfruit yeah. breast. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier this year, a 16-year-old stabbed two Scientology employees uh, in an Australian Church of Scientology headquarters based in mm-hmm. Sydney. Apparently, he just stabbed one of the employees in the neck. Uh, swords appear to have a meaning within Scientology. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure what it is. But okay. uh, Arthur Burks, the science fiction writer, wrote that he had read uh, that church founder, L. Ron Hubbard's mm. manuscript called Excalibur, which right. served as the basis of other foundational texts of the religion. Oh. Obviously, Excalibur is the name of King Arthur's sword. That guy wrote so much Very prolific. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My God. How many times have you watched Battlefield Earth? I, you know, oddly enough, I've never seen it. You've never seen it? Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, it's damn good. Kind of embarrassing. It's damn but good. I've never seen it, yeah. What do you have here for the second story? All right. Alien reptile internet cult played central role in New Jersey man's death. How do you like that? How do you like them apples? I like that song. You know? Is that men at work? Uh, yeah. That uh, is men at work. No, that's men without hats. That's, oh, okay. You know, yeah, it's yeah. easy to get them mixed up, you know Men without saying? hats. Yeah, yeah. 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 They don't, it's because it, it's hard that sometimes you get them mixed up. But. Men at work with safety dance, right? No, that's men without hats. That's men without hats. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It's easy to see. It's really right. easy to get them mixed up. But that's, you know, it'll be a deadly mistake. I think so in Australia. The biggest be. mistake you can make is to get that, make, do that mix up. Dude, in Australia, no. they'll sodomize you with a can of Foster's. They'll sodomize you with a wallaby. You know, they don't give a shit. Whatever. Yeah, so, um, uh, This is in Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania woman is on trial for murdering her boyfriend, a death she's previously blamed on an alien cult. Alien cult. They all say. Scientologists? Nope. Isn't that an alien cult? Aliens are involved in it. (laughs) Sure. Um, Barbara Rogers allegedly shot her boyfriend, Stephen Minio, in the forehead from point-blank range in 2017. Uh, yeah, so uh, she claimed that Minio asked her to kill him because he believed that the leader of the cult the couple belonged to was actually a reptile posing as a human. Ooh, a reptilian. Also known as a human. So was Hillary Clinton the leader of this cult? Uh, no. No. No, no. Vince Neil. (laughs) It's a woman that looks like Vince Neil. So, um. It's a sexy woman. I know, yeah. Rogers' trial began on Monday. So this thing happened two years ago. His trial just began. Her defense argues that the cult turned her against her husband, or turned against her and her husband, which pushed Minio to want his life to be ended. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jesus. Hmm. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. So, um, 
Rogers and Minio both belong to an online doomsday and alien-based cult formed by Sherry Schreiner. What's it called? It's called... Um, it's Sherry called, Schreiner. It's called Sherry Schreiner. <laughs> Is that any relation to the, the Schreiners? The, 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 no. But the, I can tell you that the website is like, it's like one of those like crazy ge- like geo cities looking fucking things, oh. <laughs> you know? With like dancing gifts, like fire yeah. gifts. Yeah. yeah it's that's like, cool. So it, I tried to look at the site and it's like, I can't even tell what the name of it is. <laughs> I think it's just called Sherry Shriner, you know? The Shriners. So, but it's, you know, typical uh, doomsday vampire you know, cult, so, but is it what those alien they reptile. The day that the earth is going to be destroyed. It's, one of those, it's an end times cult. I can tell you that oh, an much. end times cult. All right. Um, they don't like Zionism. They don't like the new world order. They don't like reptilians. They don't no like, one likes Zionism. There's one, I was looking at one thing where she's claiming that, um, uh, the, all these celebrities are vampires. <laughs> the following celebrities are vampires. Selena Gomez, Madonna, Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise and her proof for those two is that she shows pictures of them in the film interview with a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> She's like that. that you know, that's all I need. I can't really disagree you know? with yeah. that. Keanu Reeves, Orlando Bloom, Taylor Swift, Avril Lavigne, and Nicolas Cage. Oh, Nicolas Cage, yeah, also yeah. a vampire. And then she she sh- she quotes she shows all those pictures where it's like. You know those stupid things where it's like, look, this guy from 1827 looks just like Nicolas Cage. You ever see those things? Yeah. Shit, that's, that's her proof for that, for those. What about Ross from Friends? No, David Schwimmer. He's not? No. He's not, there's no, nothing vampiric about him? No, he's actually a prophet. Oh, okay. One time he wiped his face with a towel and then his face was still on the towel and they have oh. it in a museum now. Oh, wow. It's called the Shroud of David Schwimmer. <laughs> So you can you can do that. How much that's but there's there's actually there's an interview with her. um, She does an interview with 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 Selena Gomez with Lucifer. Oh, with Lucifer on on her blog. Wait, she interviews (laughs) Satan. Yeah, and she's like, "What about Taylor Swift?" And Lucifer says, "She was a lab rat, but yeah, she's a vampire now. (laughs) Got a taste of blood and liked it. Her little witch group is what she's using to recruit into." And then Sherry's like, what about Avril Lavigne? She's one of us. Yeah, she likes to hunt. I kind of like how uh, Lucifer kind of sounds a little bit like Harvey Firestein. Yeah, he's, yeah. 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 <laughs> just a little bit, just a bit. Yes, exactly. She's um, a lab rat. Yeah, I, I was going to go Nathan Lane. And no, Nathan Lane, to go yeah, Harvey yeah, Firestein of, instead, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny Depp is ancient, you know? There's he a vampire craze, yeah, yeah, so... Um, yeah, this whole so anyone interviewing who's, Satan. So any actor who's played a vampire or been in a horror vampire. movie, probably a vampire. She also has a picture of, of Selena Gomez as some kind of a nightmarish vampire. Uh, it must be Photoshop. <laughs> I don't think she played a vampire in a film that I can remember, because if she did, I would have fucking seen the fuck I, out of I, it. I'd believe it. You though. know, Jesus H. Christ, guys. Um, where was I? Folks? So what happened here? Okay, all right. So... Uh, yeah, they, they, the cult. A former follower of an internet conspiracy theorist was besieged by evil forces hiding inside her when she fatally shot her boyfriend. Uh, Rogers allegedly killed Minio last Saturday. That's two years ago. That's two years yeah, ago. Two years yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. Um, told police that uh, Minio was upset with members of Shriner's following and had asked to be killed. She also told police that Minio said Shriner was reptilian, pretending to be human. Wait, so Shriner, <clears throat> the leader of the cult's the reptile? 
Yes. They were, I think they were both accusing each other. Of being reptiles. <clears throat> of being reptiles. Uh. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so yeah, Shriner says she believes in a new world order that is working with aliens, demons, zombies, and other e- evil beings to take over the world. I'm kind of down with that. That yeah. sounds kind of cool. Rogers, she said, was a basket of things from the dark side. <laughs> a cornucopia of darkness. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think I, I ordered that. A basket of things. I think I ordered that at White, White Castle once. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have the uh, chicken rings and the basket of things. <laughs> the basket of things. And the clam strips. And the clam strips. Um, she said, I believe that aliens and UFOs are fallen angels and will fulfill... Joel 2 and Revelation chapter 9 in the last days. So it is kind of a I don't know what Joel like 2 that. is. I don't, I don't remember that in the Bible. I but, don't know. You know, it's Billy Joel, you know. <laughs> the Billy Joel Proverbs? Yeah. You never According to Piano Man, yeah. <laughs> John, <laughs> Ron Paul will turn into a kaiju. Um, Sherry Schreiner, a self-described prophet, messenger, and so on. Uh, warned Stephen Minio that his girlfriend, Barbara Rogers, was a vampire witch reptilian super soldier <laughs> who would do him harm. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, the one thing I did know, she was no good. <laughs> so, Shriner's teachings say that evil forces can manifest in humans and can Ooh. only be discovered in minute details in their appearances and interests. Hmm, fascinating. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, so if you, like, somebody starts getting into, like, Chumbawamba, you know, <laughs> or Jamiroquai, that's how you know. And that they're possessed. Yeah. And I think you, if you're into Billy Joel, happens, you're possessed. Yeah, you personally. need to cut their head off with a samurai sword immediately. Uh, Shriner's website offers extensive information on orgone blasters that will kill zombies and evil beings. Wait, what's an orgone blaster? How does that work? <clears throat> there was a guy named Wilhelm Reich in the 1940s and 50s who developed this weird kind of technology he believed in that was kind of like new AG, where he'd go into an orgone box and it like... Makes it's waves like chi. or something? It's basically chi, oh, okay. all right, all but right. it's like a weird old German guy's version of so chi. it's an imaginary weapon. Um, and but the weird thing about it is that the, the the government, the FDA was like, you can't do any of this. You can't so do it. So they're and like he, black market. He, he did something blasters. else, and they basically like just like burned everything he had in his like institute. Jeez. They they went in there and they burned all of his books and all the shit. Sounds like a Nazi. <clears throat> Which is why some people are like, oh, his shit was legit. Because why else would the government burn everything? Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, so uh, Shriners, yeah, Orgone Blasters will kill these motherfuckers, keep away aliens and demons. Um, she has raised more than $125,000 in a GoFundMe co- campaign. For what? To deploy the blasters. To deploy the blasters? To deploy the Orgone Blasters. She's also got a podcast. Huh. She's got several podcasts. She's got like a network. It's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, she's got like a po- yeah. she's like a she's got a media mogul. This woman. Yeah, she's got all sorts of stuff. I want to see on. what do these organ blasters look like. You know, they look like phasers, like Star Trek phasers. No, they look kind of like silver, like silvery black turds. So wait, it's like a it's shaped like a turd. It's, no, it's shaped more like a disc kind of. And what do you just hold it? Yeah, you, you hold throw it, it you like throw a frisbee. It, you throw it at a zombie, or oh, like okay, show right, it to right. a zombie, or right. something with a zombie. You know, um, I'm going to show a picture of this person because there's only one person, 
One, only one per, only one picture of this person on the fucking internet, guys. Okay, and uh, yeah, here we go. And it's like from 1977. It's like her school photo from 1977. Yeah, or something. And like, she looks like Vince looks Neil. Like. She looks kind of like Vince Neil. Red hot. Yeah. yeah so uh, that's a thing. You know. Here wow. We go. Yeah. She raised 125 grand. Yep. Better than we could do. I know. What? What the fuck? You know? I know. We, I think we should we start should our own start, doomsday yeah. podcast cult. Yeah, because you are—you're a, a vampire witch. And times are near. Oh super yeah. soldier. But you're not part of the super. Zionist regime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, that's Vince Neil. Whoever, she is. right? Um, so Vince Neil's mom. I don't run a cult. You can turn on my video or turn it off. You can turn on my podcast or turn it off. I don't have a list or a membership rule. Uh, she has posted extensively since Minio's death, but what she believes were Roger's intentions. Uh, Minio made some YouTube videos before his death and said he started following Shriner in the early 2000s. Hmm. But in the video, he also details how the two had a falling out over his girlfriend. What seemed to initially cause Ooh. fractures in the relationship yep. was a what? I'm thinking there's <clears throat> a love triangle here. No, it's far more stupid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and semi-related to things we were talking about earlier. Uh, cause fractures in the relationship was a picture Rogers posted on Facebook about trying steak tartare. That, what, is in he a post, vegan or something? She, 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 has, she says she tries uh, exotic foods and will continue to do so. It's popular. It doesn't make me a reptile. <laughs> a lot of people eat that, Rogers said in oh a YouTube God. video. Um, yeah, Rogers writes that she just craves raw meat all the time for some reason in a Facebook post. Because she's a reptile. Yeah. And then after that post, Shriner was like, yo, Minio, your girlfriend's a fucking reptile. <laughs> so, um, there's only certain types of people who crave the raw meat because they crave the blood. Those with the vampire demon in them. Shriner said in Definitely a YouTube walking video. Definitely with a demon. Yeah. Uh, in a video posted online, she said some pictures posted by Rogers show her eyes as slits, which is typical of reptilian possession and would give her super strength. Wow. Super so she had super strength. Yeah. She had slit eyes. And teleportation powers. No, I didn't. That'd be fun. Uh, when the demon manifested in her, if it was the demon or a lizard, if she had both, a human's no match for that kind of supernatural strength, she said. In a video posted online. I like how her accent keeps changing. It was yeah, like the Queen of England at one point. Yeah. Now it's kind of like a Southern Belle. She's getting, you know. Yeah, she, she's she got a lot of spirits in there, yeah. you know. It's a crazy Jane Which demon kind of situation. Is yeah, it's like yeah. crazy Jane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Shriner questions whether Rogers was triggered to kill Minio after watching a movie in the Resident Evil series with him. Wait, okay, they've watched Resident Evil and that's what triggered her. Yeah. Is it because that movie's so terrible? It's uh, something about... Um, I don't recall Mil it being yeah. lizards. Mila Jovovich. Oh, Mila Jovovich movie. Yeah. yeah, it was a terrible movie. Though. Yeah, but it's like Mila Jovovich... Who I do find extremely attractive. In a tank top, running around. I'm into that. With guns. Yeah. So it's like... Think yeah. she's a lizard? Sexy lizard. Uh, you know, hey. I'd be into it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. And don't ask her. Don't ask us to play her fucking band. She has idiots. a band, too. Yeah, she's a band with Maynard from Tool. Have you ever seen that Circle? wine documentary? Oh, yeah, Maynard. the Maynard's wine documentary. He has which, some shitty band with her. 
<laughs> I don't even know. Is that, that's not Perfect Circle. It's not Perfect Circle. Okay, it's a different band. Perfect God. Circle is Tool for Chicks. That's yeah, a Perfect yeah. Circle. It's a different thing. Tool for Chicks. Um, I didn't make that up. Somebody said that <laughs> once to me. I, I don't kind get, of agree with I that, I don't though. give enough thought to, to... To either one of those bands. But... The oeuvre of Maynard. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> God. Shriner said that the movie is based on a female super soldier, soldier whom she knows. Oh, so she knows, yeah, she knows. Uh, the, this fictional yeah. character from the movie. Yeah. Or is she referring to Mila? No. Oh, okay. She's, yeah, the she knows the character the, the, movie, the game yeah. is based on. Yeah. Uh, Schreiner told, like I like in uh, Silent Hill, Pyramid Head, I know that guy. Oh, you're friends with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't smoke meth together once. Yeah, me and Donkey Kong got high last okay, week. Okay, yeah. Uh, Schreiner told her father... Revealed to her that Rogers saw blood in the movie, which drew out the demon inside her, and her face contorted. Minio saw it and realized what she was. Hmm. Sherry was right about you. I should have listened. Shriner said Minio told Rogers, even though she wasn't there. She's just saying that this happened based on nothing. <laughs> based on nothing. Same thing happened to me with Notting Hill. Yeah. Remember I saw that? I just started puking blood. Yeah. And I was like, I was right about you. You were right I, about me. I yep. never should have watched Notting Hill with you. <laughs> um, I knew it was going to come to the point where she was going to manifest and he was going to see it. Ooh. So. And that's what, that's what happened. Yep. There you go. There you go. So she took, she took evasive action, all right? Yeah. Took matters into her own hands. So is this woman, Sherry... Her cult's ongoing right now, right? Yep. Why don't we get her on the show? We should. We should. We could try. I wouldn't mind finding out a little bit more. But I also, yeah. I'm also nervous about like, I don't know, insulting these people or offending them. Yeah. Because she might take, you know, unleash the reptiles you on us. You work for the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> You're a vampire <laughs> seal monster. People, send your story to stickerunpodcast.gmail.com. Yeah. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. But first, here's a quick word from Adam and Eve. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So you have a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Hmm. Uh, the first call is from someone, I, you know, I thought he was either uh, shot, dead, hmm. possibly. Maybe he had joined a reptilian cult. Or is imprisoned. I, I, you know, had no idea what happened to this guy. Yeah. Uh, this this calls the return of Flint Nigga. Flint Nigga calls us back. Yeah. It's a two-parter. Mm. All right. Let's hear him. Let's hear this old fella. Sorry, there's a discussion now about Tool. About Tool? Yeah. I didn't say. Somebody said to me once that Perfect Circle is Tool for Chicks. And I'm like, great. I'm going to go get a sandwich. Leave me alone. You don't, you do disagree, though. I heard like one song, but it is it's it's perfect circles kind of like mm. tools a little too heavy for me. Mm. I want to lay in a bath with rose petals and candles, and I'd put on perfect circle. You're just... upsetting morbid maiden, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> no, I'm not saying yeah. it's bad. I'm just saying it's like it's not as aggressive as right. Tool. It's candlelight bathtub. It's a candlelight sure. bathtub music, yeah. Candelabra. Sometimes my uterine walls feel like you yeah, know, very fresh and All right. calm. And well, let's see what this fucking freak show's been up right. to. You know, goddamn. Hey yo, sick and wrong. Yo, Flynn nigga. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so, so it's going on. While I get it back to you, then real fucking busy guy. All my kids been getting in trouble and shit. Wait, all his kids? Yeah. How many kids do you think he has? Four. You <laughs> think he has four children? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never really thought about mm. Flynn Nigga being a father, but right. I mean, he's probably an exemplary father. Sure. You know, he sounds yeah. like it. And, yeah. You know. Causing all kinds of shit in my life, so. Do you think he has to go to like parent-teacher meetings and things like that, like parent-teacher conferences, and that's why he's busy, too busy to call the podcast? Usually, I don't know. I feel like usually when people have like a hustle instead of a job, I don't know. Well, is you fatherhood know? really a hustle? It's a side hustle. It's a, it definitely you know? is a side hustle. Yeah. I would, yeah. you know, it, it could be, we don't know. I mean, one of his yeah. kids could be autistic. I mean, you have an autistic kid. It's, you know, Why, it's difficult for parenting. Measles vaccine or something? Yeah, or maybe he's an anti-vaxxer and his mm. kids are getting, you know, and then he's dealing with all the people like, I don't want unvaccinated kids in my school. Maybe he's a Frankenstein super soldier. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So he's busy. He can't yeah. call the podcast all the okay. time. Tied up. Tied up with that. And I've been meaning to get back with the sickest thing I ever saw. I'd like to know how his kids are getting in trouble, though. Yeah, I'd like to know mm -hmm. what his kids mm -hmm. are doing. Yeah. Like, is it a lack of uh, parental mm -hmm. guidance? Are they, are they going out and, like, robbing people? I don't know. Who knows? Samurai sword. Yeah. Chilling down here in Flint. Fucking had a think a ways back probably the sickest thing i can think of i ever saw was, uh, my mom was giving me and, me and my brothers a ride to uh school in the morning driving through downtown flint and sitting at a bus stop i looked over and i asked my mom what what is this she said look away look away <laughs> And uh, some homeless people said, man, this homeless bum motherfucker is getting his dick sucked. Is this when he was a kid? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, all right. This wasn't like last week. Well, I, you know, <clears throat> honestly, <clears throat> it's like I've seen that many times. Just just the other day, we went to go to the weed store, and uh, my girlfriend needed to use the ATM. So we went to that Bank of America on Melrose. And right behind, like, it looked like, I don't know, the power generator yeah. or something mm -hmm. there was a homeless guy sucking another guy's dick and by the time she was mm -hmm. done mm -hmm. with her cash transaction and we were leaving he was like full-on sodomizing him right over the garbage really yeah oh. so it's like yeah it's yeah, weird but, you know but when i'm your also mother's a, with you it's a different experience i'm also a you know growing yeah. man when your you mother was yeah, a yeah, child sure. seven in the fucking morning dick out <laughs> Chicks just blowing them <laughs> fuck me up man this is his origin story. Yeah, this is the origin of the Flint nigga. Yeah. Do you but, think he became a pimp after this? I don't know. I don't know. So that's how it happened mm. with Too Short. Yeah. I've seen lots of shit. I've seen people get shot. I've seen bodies in the fucking road, you know. I've seen dogs fucking 
Lots of dead dogs, dog fights and shit. Oh, man. God, I can imagine. Jesus. Don't they just yeah. throw, like, the dead ones out in the street or something? I saw the face of God, Jack. Yeah. God. And he was laughing at me. But first thing I remember, that always sticks in my head, fucking bum blowjob. <laughs> can't, can't get that shit out of my head, but... Um, was it a good technique? I just want to say... I really miss this guy, I gotta say. Yeah. You know, it's been a minute. Fucking calls been shitty lately, man. I second that. The best, best one lately, though, is the Marshall and Duke. That dude's funny as shit, man. I love, <laughs> love Marshall Ooh, Island. Marshall Island Tony. To get some more of that shit. Oh God. And, He's uh, yeah. I don't know. I that guy's no a deviant. I don't know about that character. I know you always complaining how you ain't made enough money on this show and. What if what if you switched it up a little bit and said sick and wrong, aka sex and death, call it that. <laughs> if you put that shit out, I kind of like that. Yeah, I what bet the... people look. People are always looking for sex and death. Though your shit will pop up more. Maybe you'll get more of a following. You gotta. You gotta come up with Possibly. a lot of people give us <clears throat> random unsolicited branding advice. <laughs> That's probably the best. Out of Sex all and that. death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I mean, you'd think yeah. sick and wrong would would uh, <clears throat> sick and wrong is is a little more nuanced, I suppose, mm. than sex and sex and death is just like we just talk about sex mm. and we talk about death. And yeah. that's pretty much our, our entire podcast. Mm. So if you're into either one of those things, mm. you might be a fan of this show. Maybe that's how it works. Something that when people are searching for sick as shit to look to to listen to, uh, the the it'll help them find you, motherfuckers. <laughs> you guys are the search engine optimization. Yeah, he's talking yeah. about some SEO rankings here. Yeah, um, I don't, you know, I don't know. Do do, you, do you, is that the demographic you want to attract, Harrison? People who are looking for the sickest shit of all time. That's. That's kind of what you know. That is Isn't kind of our uh, our demographic, I suppose. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Speaking of, I heard that there was Blippy was on the verge of sh signing a thing with Disney, and now they're like, nah, ah, because of the uh, so, yeah. the shit video. Yeah, the reconsidering. Oh my god, it. there yeah. is a god. Yeah, nice. Ah uh, shit, man. So I got talking to not fast enough for your three minute shit. So. uh but yeah, I just think, man, you come up with something a little bit more like something more catchy, you know, yeah. and, and throw a picture up there like the most fucked up shit you can think of, man. You put that shit up with uh, sick and wrong, sex and death, aka sex and death. <laughs> watch, watch, see what happens. I think man. that'd be kind of confusing. Just thinking, just thinking, man. Yes. So keep it sick, keep it wrong. We thought about well, Harrison, you. Ain't yeah. sucked any dicks in a while. That's good, man. Sounds That's like what you think. Shit straight. <laughs> so take it easy, motherfuckers. Later. I think so. he calls back with the part two. Uh, no, that was part two. Oh, was that part two? Yeah. Oh, we did both parts. Time, time flies, man. All right. When you well, there you go. To that weirdo. Sex yeah. and death. Yeah. I, I, I think mm. it's kind of. I like your idea. I like where you're mm. going with this. Mm. Um, FN, but mm. 
I feel like it might be misleading for people because they're going to say like, is it sick and wrong? Is it sex and death? Mm -hmm. Is it sick and wrong sex death? Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's been like at least five months since I've had sex with anybody, I think. Five months? Five months. Jesus. Yeah. You just haven't been paying for it? I've never paid for it. Why not? I don't know. What's your, what's it's your threshold? crossing a line. What's your threshold? Yeah. If it's a year, are you going to consider paying for it? No. I, maybe like later on in life. When you're like six that. years old yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, but then, yeah. you know. I think I, we I, all I, end up paying for it some way or another. It's too weird. Like, I'm too sensitive. It's like a transactional over. relationship. Yeah, like, like, like yeah. I don't know. Something's sad about everything. Five months is a long time, though. Yeah, it's been a minute. But I, I think in order to get laid, you do have to leave your house. Yes, that is, see, that's, that's the, the problem. That's the problem. I think yeah. you do have to leave your house yeah. at, at, to go places else other than work. And the smoking section where I work sucks. Yeah, you're not going to get There's laid no in that smoking section. at all. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. I think you maybe know? if you left your house one mm. night a week, it'll mm. improve your chances mm. of getting laid. But who knows? Yeah. Uh, this show, though, if we switch to this sex and death thing, yeah, think how many girls are going to be wanting to listen to uh, to you. <clears throat> yeah. In bed. That's how it works. All right. Um, next uh, call we have here is another two-parter from uh, a guy who calls himself, I don't know if he calls himself or if we call him this, Suicide Show I don't remember Bob. who named him. If he named himself, yeah, that is whack. Well, a guy wrote know. in actually complaining mm. about that. We're going to get to that email in a second. Also, the fact that a guy wrote in complaining about that, also Also whack. kind of wacky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it was pretty whack. Come on. All right. So uh, All right. here's Suicide Show Bob. Yeah. Hey, sick and wrong. This is Suicide Show Bob. And if you recall, this was a guy who was like, I don't know what, it, what who he took. He was like, I took six Tylenol PMs or whatever, yeah. some shit. And he's like, <laughs> he took like six Goodbye, vitamins. cool world. Like when Bugs Bunny thinks he's dying or something, and he called in, and um, and I was like, yeah, that won't kill a person. But didn't you know, didn't he say something like that might kill a baby? Like Schlitzy's life is better than my life, or something. And then Schlitzy called in yeah. so <clears throat> angry, he was so upset. Was he like so overclamped mm, that this mm, guy would mm. try to like emulate his life or something? Yeah, and I remember like, he was really uh, he was really triggered by that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know. Finally had time. Not busy doing school shit. Anyway, uh, just... The trash bag is in the eye of the beholder, mm -hmm. you know? Finally saw Velvet, Ch Velvet Buzzsaw on Netflix. It's all right. I'm sorry, is this a call where he's going to talk about what he's watching on Netflix? I'm not sure. I don't think I listened to this you whole thing. You didn't listen to this and you chose it for the main... You chose this call. I don't think I listened to the whole thing. Okay. I don't think he talks about that, but do you know what show he's talking about? It sounds like the fucking, you know, uh, LAPD... Killer's fucking manifesto. You know, buzzsaw. I gotta say, the, the you know, season seven of Walking Dead kind of jumped the shot. Anthony Bourdain, you're too cool for school. Keep on keeping on. Ellen, you're making America laugh, and I love it. You know? <laughs> what, is, what is Velvet Buzzsaw? I don't know it's this show. It's a movie with Jake Chillin Oh, it's, a, it's not a TV yeah. show. It's a movie? It's a movie, yeah. Is it about art? God, Schlissy really is more interesting than him, isn't he? Probably. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he's not dull. Schlitzy. Yeah. You know, Always entertaining. You can say. Nightcrawler is way better. But it reminded me of uh, an art story I heard. D, you're probably going to find this funny. Harrison, 
going to piss you the fuck off. Marty I just Pritchard know it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we'll uh, it's one of these uh, banquet nights. So it's where they, where just donors pay thousands of dollars to look at the art before everybody else does, whatever. But there's a catch at this gallery. The special exhibit is nothing. There's no art. There's just nothing on the walls. And there's people paying to see this and just all the other fancy art world bullshit. Mm. Anyway, uh, that's not the end. What Didn't David Bowie pull some kind of prank like this on the art community? Have you ever read that? It's like David Bowie. The Emperor's New Clothes. Maybe. Well, no, David Bowie, uh, and I forget who else it was, uh, made like a, a just created this artist, <clears throat> and they like went as far as to like, you know, put out some fake works or something, or hired someone to make some fake works, and like Bowie was saying that this artist is one of the greatest artists of all time, and they like did interviews where they talked about the guy and his lifestyle and how mm -hmm. he came up like. A, I grew up in like a, a whorehouse and like mm. taught himself art and all this stuff. And just because Bowie was, was uh, promoting it, then they had a, um, I think they got like a homeless person to paint the art. It was like really bad. Mm. And they had it like in this gallery in, in uh, Manhattan and people were paying like, you know, thousands of dollars for these mm. paintings that they just made up. The artist never even existed. Uh, I think I heard you, that story. Also, there's another story where um, Iggy Pop called up David Bowie and he said, I caught a troll. And he's like, you caught a troll? Oh, no. And David Bowie rushed over to Iggy Pop's house and turned out Iggy Pop had shut a midget up in the closet. Oh, in the yeah, closet. That, yeah. yeah. So that's what that was going on It was on a there. midget. Oh. Yeah. Did they, they convinced him to drop the charges. What did they do to that midget? Oh, what didn't they do? You, you don't want to know. Yeah. So... It happens later. Uh, uh, turns out a bunch of kids just break into the gallery and just start spraying graffiti on the blank walls. And I don't know. Personally, if I was going to a gallery paying to get in, I'd rather see something instead of nothing. Like I'm, I'm, so, I'm confused about this whole call. What? What is yeah. he even talking about? There's a gallery yeah. of just nothing in the... Like, why would Quite you go to that? Quite the raconteur, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's just no point to this story. Yeah. Who, uh, yeah. who was putting this... Like, what, I think there's a point. Whatever the point is, I'm not going to like it. I, I already, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think uh, his Marty prediction upset. is incorrect. Yeah. I actually don't like this either. Yeah. I just don't understand why, like, it's just an empty gallery yeah. and they're saying it's an art show. He's scared away, like, at least one streaming person. I don't blame that you know? person. Run away. Yeah. <laughs> Run and hide. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bullshit is that. Like, it's not as much bullshit as his call. thing, like, yeah, street artist being paid millions of dollars. He shredded one of his paintings during an auction, and apparently that doubled the price. Yeah, let's destroy the thing you're buying, and it will be worth more. God, the art world is so full of shit. But then again, you guys live in L.A., so you're probably, you know this so well. Uh, When's the last time so, you went to an uh, art show? I actually, I mean, recently? probably been last fall, maybe. 
trying to think of last time. I used to go to a lot more. I know. I have some friends who are artists, so they have gallery shows and stuff. Lenora does and a lot of art And every now and then I'll force stuff. myself to go because there are cute girls that I don't talk to. That That's so, the thing. It's yeah. like these gallery shows... Mm-hmm. Like, uh, especially at mm-hmm. La Luce, at Wacko, mm-hmm. whenever they have an opening or whatever, you go there, there's so many hot girls. Yeah. But I don't talk but to them. But that's trash anymore. art. That's like it's, it's 90s lowbrow. goth rejects, lowbrow art, you know. Although they sometimes get some cool people. bullshit, you know. Yeah, they get, but they get some decent people. Like, uh, I remember I was at the Liz McGrath show. She yeah. does a lot of, like, art with... Uh, like kind of taxidermy art. Hmm. There were a lot of hot girls at that show. Well, I was at the Mark McGrath show, and, and he did <laughs> his he art. Girlfriend twice wow. in the encore. Yeah, yeah, his oh, art. Oh man, man, think yeah. of the hot girls at that. They're all like what twelve? Yeah, yep. <laughs> God, that's the thing. Thanks, side suicide show Bob. For he calls back with the part Sugar two. Ray. Thankfully, no, we're not even done with part one. Oh God, Jesus! Christ. Yeah, no, it's like. Uh, would you rather? Yeah, I'm sure you'd rather have the graffiti on the wall. Who the fuck am I kidding? I'd rather right. you have committed suicide than made this call. We're going to save us some time here. Oh, my God. What is this even about? I don't what know. What is this even about? I'm confused. All right. I don't get it. Yeah, I just had to... Uh, thought you get a kick out of it. Dude, you got right. a what? A kick in the Keep balls, maybe. I didn't even fall in trying to OD yet. I'm still enjoying you. And good night. I haven't since the time in, in the supermarket. Next that wasn't time that I'm long gonna, ago. I'm going to OD in a higher class of supermarket, like a Gelson's. You, you should. Know? Gelson's is like yeah. Gelson's is like Ralph's, but everything costs like four dollars more. Yeah, and yeah. it's like wow. I bet you this so, this real, if you yeah. listen to this call again, you probably won't OD. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I. I <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I've wanted to OD all day. You know, I'm, I've been on the straight and narrow for some time, some period of time that I won't divulge. And uh, my God, I mean, right. like if I could have some fucking opioids of some kind with no risk or, you know, with no with risk of addiction. Yeah. Or anything, anything like that. You can... I just choke you out until you die right now without even thinking, without even giving it a thought. So here we go. It's good to know. Here's part two of this nightmare. Oh, great. Yeah. Hey, sick and wrong. Suicide show Bob here again. Uh, I did not, wasn't sure if I wanted to call you and tell you this, but after I called and left my message. This is triggering me to murder you. I don't even know why. Why? I didn't even listen to these. you're a fucking, some kind of vampire zombie (laughs) beast or something. You're a wolf man. I'm a werewolf, I think. Gecko. Gordon Gecko. I wish I was a werewolf gecko. Yeah. (laughs) Some some kind of skinwalker. Not to appropriate Native American I think that's anti-Semitic, if you ask me. Because you're a skinwalker? Yeah. Do you think all Jews are? Skinwalker, Texas Ranger. (laughs) I backed up into someone else's car of just totally my blind spot, and I just got the fuck out of there. Wait a minute. Did he say while he was doing While he was calling us with that shitty call, he hit, he rear, he rear-ended somebody. Or no, he didn't rear-end, he backed up to somebody. You just redeemed yourself. Just did a hit and run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. I like it. Um, Have you ever done that thing where you you hit a car? Leave a note? Yeah, you leave a note, but you're just like, 
scribble nonsense on yeah the note I've, I've done that twice <laughs> like well i remember one time i just wrote a note that was just yeah. like sorry about your fucking car <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like folded yeah. it and just yeah. put it in there yeah and then another time i think i wrote it was just like a pentagram mm. an upside down pentagram and i folded mm. it and put it in his windshield sure yeah although i've actually done a hit and run we're bad people and got caught i've done that too yeah it was yeah. when i was a kid yeah it was like at a mall and some okay. guy like called in and mm. yeah it was a pain in the fucking ass the rabbi had to spend like 500 bucks and i got in all this trouble yeah it i had to spend some money but i think that's why that's why since mm. i've done it in the future is i've yeah. gotten out and did the motions yeah. of leaving a note though though in that thing it's like i didn't get arrested or anything they just called me and like hey asshole you got to pay this idiot i had you know? a cop show up i had oh. to go to court they just called me i didn't get arrested yeah but. And they're just like, hey, idiot. The times scared. I've done a yeah. hit and run when I, hmm. it's usually when I'm drunk. Like I've done it when I've been drunk. Because what are you going to do? Sex and death. Look there. back on yeah. your favorite hit and runs. AKA <laughs> yeah. sex and death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One time I, I hit a homeless guy on a bike. But I was like, I wasn't, I didn't run away. I was like, I was going like five miles an hour. You just did it to get a direction? I was turning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I almost got a I just wanted to watch him bleed. It's going to give me a hard yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm pretty sure he was a demon. I would be, so. with that, I'm always nervous about hitting homeless people. Yeah. Because a homeless person, they'll, they have nothing to lose. They'll like mm. sue you for everything. No, because it's like we called the cops and the, he wanted to get the fuck out of there as soon as possible. He's like, I'm fine. I want to oh, go. he didn't even care. He, he just wanted left. to leave. He did not want to be around the cops or the, and, you know, uh -huh. anything. Yeah, so. Um, but it actually wasn't my fault, kind of, so. Um, and also I was turning, so I was going like three miles an hour, so. Oh, so you barely hit him. Barely hit him, yeah, mm. so. So uh, just calling to let you guys know your podcast is probably cursed. Might want to, you know, take surprise. care of that. All right. Bye. <laughs> yeah. If you looked at the amount mm. we're making on Patreon, yeah, we're cursed. Yeah. <laughs> Not surprised. Well, I'm glad um, he hit a car, you know. And I wish he would have hit like a child or something. That'll teach you to tell a story that doesn't make sense and has no payoff. I wish he would have hit a you child. Know, Conan O'Brien would slit your throat if you went on his show and told a story that had no payoff. I wish he would have yeah. hit a child yeah. and the parents took the child, buried the child in the Indian burial ground. The kid yeah. came back and then sliced his juggler vein. Okay, yeah. That would have been cool. And then he could have like called us from beyond the grave to tell us that story. Yeah. Which would have been a hell of a lot more interesting than the stupid Sometimes art show. dad is better. <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. You can't get there from here. <laughs> Why did they even remake that shit? I don't know. I yeah, was wondering yeah. about that. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. But I'm kind of angry about that. Yeah. Because that movie was great. It's fucking great. It was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of bummed about it. Whatever. Anyway, people mm -hmm. call this. Call the hotline 323-522-4032. We have time for one email, which I'm going to get to real quick. Uh, this guy, Mike, sent this in. He says, hey, Dean Harrison, the last few shows have been great. Great interviews, great stories. Masturbated seven times the sound of Harrison's voice. Been great. I'm joking. He didn't say that. But Last week's show oh. about the black-eyed kids at uh, Hit Home, as it's about 20 minutes from me. Was there an area that we said that that happened? Canuck Chase? Canuck Chase? Was that the location of that? I might have mentioned that, yeah. 
He might have. Well, it was I guess one he, of the stories I read. Yeah, uh, he lives about twenty minutes from there. Oh, the one in like New Hampshire, or Vermont, or some shit. I think I this think. guy is it. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, he says, ironically, it's a local mm. woodlands where it's like the dog, and this must be in England, mm. not New Hampshire. It must okay. be in England. Right, he said kids. that's the local dogging central of England. He goes, isn't that funny? Hope the black eyed kids didn't accidentally get roped mm. into suggestive situations. Poor bastards. Mm. Yeah, could you imagine like there's a dog and a black eyed kid shows up. It's like, can I get in the car? Next thing you know, the black eyed kid's part of the dogging. Yeah. It's like a worst case scenario. Come play with us. <laughs> Come for, play with for us. Forever and ever and ever. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be dogging for eternity. Yeah. Uh, he goes, sorry, I'm rambling. Yeah. My main reason for emailing was to make a complaint. Mm. We mm. love complaints here yeah. in Second Wrong. Okay. We'll file them in the complaint yeah. chore. Uh, please, can you stop allowing your dumbass listeners the chance to give themselves a nickname? So many fans now call themselves something which they made themselves. It's so fucking dumb. Mm. If either if either of you, D or Harrison, grant someone a nickname on the mm. back of a regular call or some characteristic, that's fine. Kind of like Flint nigga. Because they mm. earned it. But mm. these twats that call up and name themselves something like... he named like, himself, too. Did Flint nigga? Yeah, I think Yeah, did. so did all of our... We don't name people with... You know, ninjas. We don't do that. It's yeah, we don't. We yeah, do. we don't do that. They we do never it. did. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, but I mean, we do name some others. But they're ca- they're characters that like boner they, villain. They travel on the strength of their own character. Actually, I think know? we named like a Batman ninja villain. Face. Oh yeah, Ninja Face. But yeah. we, I think I named him Batman villain. But then someone else named him named boner, boner villain, villain and which came which boner is better. Village. Oh, a boner village. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a boner village. But that was before book we knew by Hillary Clinton. That he was merely Kevin. Kevin, yeah, <laughs> Kevin the boner villain. Yeah, um, but so, so. I mean, some of the nicknames work. But mm. I, I agree with this guy. He goes, mm. these twats call up and name themselves something like Diddle Dave or dumb, some dumb name like that. It's annoying. Mm. Please use your Pondcraft authority to stomp these fuckers making a name for themselves. It's a sign mm. of the current generation thinking that they're important when they have no skill or entertainment value. Uh, okay, idiots have been giving themselves their own nicknames for a long time. It has nothing to do with Generation Z. Yeah, decades. You People know, have come been on. Doing that. Let's, let's yeah. not, you know. Rant over. Sorry, guys. I'm Please. drunk and it needs to be said. I'm yeah. a longtime listener, eight years. Love your show. Stay sick, Mike. All right, Mike. I, I knew a guy once that he's like, he's like, call, hey, how you doing? Call me Punk Rock Mike. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to do that ever. It's not going to happen. <laughs> If no. somebody is asking yeah. you to call them that, yeah. but and he was my drug dealer, and Punk I still Rock wouldn't Mike. call him by his stupid name. I guess I you knew know? a girl named Punk Rock Barbie. Yeah, in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like. Something. I never called her that though. I just called yeah. her Barbie. Yeah, because it's like, why am I going to say Punk Rock Barbie? Mm. Klaus Barbie. Klaus Barbie's a good mm. name. Mm. I'd call her that if that was her name. Yeah, I mm. I don't know. I think uh, mm. you shouldn't self-appoint a nickname. Yes. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have a self-appointed nickname. You mm. you earn a nickname or someone calls, or, or people start calling you something. Sure. And I guess that goes for this show, too. We usually tend to give nicknames, but I don't know. I don't know who named Suicide Show Bob. I thought our listeners suggested that. Somebody did. Maybe it was him. I feel like somebody else called him that. It had to be somebody else. And I thought he was like, seem like he could come art up with school... That tart or something yeah he tried to yeah something like that and it wasn't good it was not good but schlitzy we came up with that we came up with that uh you might you might retarded scoutmaster reverse randy newman that was one that we came up with scoutmaster yeah there's a whole bunch of them yeah yeah um but yeah i i agree with Mm. mike here it's like Mm. you know 
you should allow either us or the other listeners to start calling you something before right. you call something yourself. Uh, Valium, that was a recent one we came up Valium's with. Valium's great. That's a good one. That's Love a good her. One. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Mike. <clears throat> mm. Your complaint's been duly noted. Mm. Uh, people, best way to support the show is by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. Just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Today, I actually posted uh, the new episode of Fistful of Steel. And there's a whole like extra 45 minute outtake of me just talking to Steel. It's bizarre. I don't even remember what he was talking mm. about. Mm. I think he was talking about his uh, university education. Okay. Uh, which is limited to mm. say the least or whatever. I don't know. He went to like mm. Ferris, which is Ferris is like, I don't even know if that's a university. I think it's more of like a community college that okay. came up. They offers four year degrees. Sure. He got kicked out of that too. Hmm. He wasn't even in there that long. And then he went into detail talking about his vasectomy. Huh. So yeah. So go check it out. Just wow. go to uh, patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Do you give out our email? Like, I don't even know. Give out whose email? Our email. The fucking show's email. Yeah, all the time. Show. Every, Every show. Do you? Sickerrompodcast at gmail.com. Oh, wow. Why, where, where, what do you think it's a mystery yeah it's a mystery to folks no you know? at the end oh, of every okay, show right. I'm like sending your stories to Grand Podcast to by this point I'm like you know <laughs> I don't know you're like half conscious throughout yeah, the show anyway yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong you can check out this uh, new episode of Fistful of Steel we also do one extra story and several extra phone calls every week so there's a lot that's of right. bonus content up there that's right folks. I mean at this point mm. You got like 300 posts of just mm. extra shit. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. So go check it out. Finally, here's Sick Wrong Song of the Week. Uh, was emailed in from Ronan. He goes, Song of the Week, two words, Scott Walker. Right. Rest in peace. That's a few more than two words. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace, Scott Walker, a songwriter and producer, Scott and Walker. Harambe. Also, yeah. rest in peace. <laughs> the uh, powerful pop singer, singer turned avant garde adventurist. Uh, who influenced many people. He influenced David Bowie, Tom York, Nick Cave. He died uh, just last week at the age of 76. Um, you know what's weird about Scott Walker? A he lot. was like, yeah. I mean, people consider him the godfather of goth. I, I like Scott Walker a lot, actually. But he was in a band that was kind of like a pop group called the Walker Brothers. Yeah, yeah. His brothers. Yeah. And then he split to go solo. Loneliness. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he kind of did these Scott yeah. Walker one, two, three, and four. It's like solo yeah. albums that never really became very successful. I mean, he never really had much of a U.S. following. Like, I think it was yeah. next Patriot. He went to the U.K. Huh. He was big in Europe. But he was such a hip-looking dude. Like look at a look at pictures of him. Yeah, no, all I've black. Seen him. He had I've like him, yeah. sunglasses on. Yeah. That guy got better looking chicks than we could ever even imagine getting. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But the weird thing about him is, even though like most of his albums came out mm. like the '70s yeah. and all that, and uh, late mm. '60s, he he was releasing albums throughout mm. to just up until like last year. Like he did a collaboration with uh, Pulp, with hmm. Sun. Do you know the band Sun? No. Sun's like a doom metal band from Japan. Okay. And he did a collaboration mm -hmm. with them and a Bat for Lashes. They're like kind of goth chick. Did not know he was doing things. I had no idea either. I was like, I was mm -hmm. reading about him. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's 70 years mm -hmm. old and he's still doing producing records and still putting out records. But anyway, uh, this song we're going to end the show here is uh, Scott Walker did with the Walker Brothers mm -hmm. called The Electrician. And uh, it's from his uh, 1978 record, uh, Night Flights. Mm. It's a great, great song. You, yeah. were say, you were saying you first heard it in Bronson? In Bronson, the beginning of Bronson, yeah. And it's I was a good like, movie. Because I'd known Scott Walker. I had an album, but I never had that album or heard that song. 
the fuck? Uh, it's a really cool yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to end the show here with The Electrician. If you don't know Scott Walker, you should definitely go check him out. Uh, rest in peace. Thank you, Ronan. People will be back next week with episode 681. Till then, take it easy. Baby, it's slow. When lights go low There's no help, no Baby, it's slow When lights go
Back of my head, I have to listen to Sick and Wrong. <laughs> 